perform Justice cool. League Dark. But that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I like uh, that's that's my shit, man. That's supernatural comic book stuff. Love Constantine, love Swamp Thing. There's little puppers. That's Rabbit. She's barking ass, motherfucker, man. Rabbit. You're a dick. Are they just? A, <laughs> is is it just the little puppers, like one of the little, little small dudes? Um, she's like a little. Yeah, she's little, and then there's one other dog we have here, but I think I don't think she's she's off somewhere else. I think. But my dog is the little tiny dog that that was just barking. Oh yeah. Her name is Rabbit, and she's a munchkin. Oh, yeah. What kind of porn are you looking at right now? Um, just naked pictures that you send me through. <laughs> oh, God. Through Sorry, yes. <laughs> oh, anyway. Welcome to Camera Noise. We are Camera Noise. Hey, before we get started, we can do that again. But uh, do you want this to be the last Camera Noise then? Yeah, well, this might as well. Okay, maybe we can do an intro. All right, let's restart again. Woo! <laughs> Maddie and I have decided that this is the last camera noise. Yes. Suckers. Yep. Not because we don't love doing it, but because we found a better name, which will be revealed in the coming days. Yeah. We're going to do... We're still going to do a show, but Camera Noise is the old us, and now we're the new us. Yeah, this is And so we're going to roll it. Yeah, we're going to roll in that direction after this episode. <laughs> but for this episode, the last episode of Camera Noise is coming on the heels of <clears throat> San Diego Comic-Con, which was massive this year, I guess. I've never yeah. been to one of those. I haven't either. They seem Have scary. You? No. Yeah, they seem scary. Seems like a lot of people. I love comic books and I love costumes, but I don't love a lot of people <laughs> all in one place. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of yeah. bullshit. But I, like I always like seeing the news tidbits and stuff that come out and the yeah, you know what I mean. I feel like Comic Con is just to fun. release anything cool at this point, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, that's really cool. I'm glad that you know the stuff was premiered there and stuff, but it's like. I don't know. <laughs> like, just look yeah. at I mean, you always get comic book and comic book movies, but yeah, I don't know. As long as you're not, you know, as long as it's not about uh, like getting collectibles and stuff. If you're more about getting like those exclusive collectibles, then then I'm sure as a collector, it's like worth it yeah. to go and then trudge through all the crowds to get some cool stuff, which would be fun, but. The meat of it is always the cool trailers that come out after the fact and all the cool news tidbits. Yeah. And you can get that off the internet. Why do you got to go to the whole thing with all the bunch of people? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's just like if you're, I mean, it might be good if you're trying to break into the industry and, you know, if there's all these parties going on. and That's true. Yeah. I bet it's fun, though. I'm knocking on it. It's probably pretty fun. Yeah. It's all about getting celebrities and people who have pool drunk and then convincing them that your idea is 
fantastic. I bet there's all kinds of sexy cosplayers at the hotels partying it up. Yeah, probably. That's why I would go, aside from the Marvel panel or the whatever. <laughs> yeah, like, I, the only thing I want to see is, like, the trailers and see what it looks like. I don't, like... Yeah. I want to see the trailers, buy some toys, <laughs> and then get drunk at the hotel. In order. <laughs> In that order. With sexy cosplayers. <laughs> that would be the dream trip to Comic-Con. Yeah. That would be awesome. <laughs> but anyway, this weekend they dropped a couple things on us. Um, we'll start with... We'll start with the, so there's a bunch of Netflix com- shows coming out uh, based on the success of Daredevil and Jessica Jones and The Punisher, even for that matter, um, which which is going to get its own series here soon, as we learned a little earlier, and then also at Comic Con. Yeah. Um, but to start them off, we got a Luke Cage series coming out. Oh man! And it looks pretty friggin' great. What did you think of that teaser trailer? Uh, I thought it was awesome setting a trailer, like a two-minute trailer to uh, a Wu-Tang song is always a good idea in my book. Uh, yeah, it was great. It just it fit. I mean, the show looks cool. It's kind of looks like a, a it, like it, it definitely leans more towards like Jessica Jones, and I like that, like, you know, not a uh, these heroes not having costumes necessarily. And yeah. just, uh, you know, kind of trying to solve these, like, I, I like the whole thing when a superhero doesn't want to be a superhero, you know, but they're yeah. kind of pushed into this, this thing that has to be, they have to do it, you know, I mean, it's just, I love it too, uh, I'll be interested to see, what, like, what, I'm hoping Luke Cage is like the wire of the Marvel Universe or something, you know, like, yeah, um, you know, it's like the wire with superpowers or something, but uh, yeah, yeah it was good, man, I'm it was... excited to see where it goes. Um, I mean, Netflix and Marvel have just been knocking it out of the park, so I don't have any doubts that Luke Cage won't be good. I mean, especially after seeing the trailer. Um, so. Yeah, yeah, Luke Cage looked really cool. I liked when he wrapped the guy in the door. He was yeah. like all his strength, like wrapping him in the door, and then. And then just the images of, like, the black dude and the black hoodie getting bulletproof, you know, like, yeah. walking through some whatever, you know what I mean? It was just like, we're in a new time, man. There's new new shit to look forward to and new types of heroes, you know what I mean? So yeah. um, that little fight scene that they gave you was cool. It seems like nowadays, like, all these little teasers are episodic content in their own right you know which is really cool because it's not just an ad anymore it's like a little piece of the story yeah which i'm sure we'll probably end up seeing what all goes down in that sequence prior prior to it and after but i think it's always cool when they show you like they in that teaser they totally got the entire flavor um that i'm expecting at least at this point out and it was like even the logo looks cool it looks like they're having some fun with it and his personality is great He's like, I'm just getting started, you know. It's just yeah. like, hell yeah, motherfucker! It looks cool as hell. It's gonna be great to see, like, because Jessica Jones will probably make an appearance, you know, unless it's like a prequel yeah. to the Jessica yeah. Jones stuff. But uh, definitely so. Jessica Jones, or how they might—they're um, gonna do another 
Daredevil season, so it'll be interesting how they start trying to connect some of these uh, these stories together. Because um, also at Comic Con they showed uh, a little small teaser ad for the Defenders, um, yeah. which is this group of characters like coming together and beating like a f- bigger threat, um, which was also uh, accompanied by an Iron Fist trailer. Did you watch that one? Maybe we'll I did. That I watched all three of these. Uh, yeah. Iron Fist looks cool. I don't know much about him. I don't know much about Luke Cage. Uh, I'm honestly in it just to see because just because of Netflix. Most of the things that I give Netflix that I'm like, I don't know Netflix are always they always surprise me. They're always very good, well directed. Yeah, for sure. Creative teams that I've seen like that are involved in like films that I like or, you know, are picked by people who do films that I like or so I'm just, I'm ready for it. Iron Fist looks cool. It's definitely like the martial arts shit that I like. It'll be real fun to dive Mm -hmm. into that more. Um, it seems like, uh, yeah, it's maybe, um, uh, God damn, what's his name? Scott Glenn. Is that his name? Is that who's in, uh, daredevil? Uh, I forgot his name. But he uh, shows... The character's name is Danny Rand. What's yeah. he's from the he's from Game of Thrones, right? Oh yeah, no, no, I'm talking about the old man from Daredevil that t- taught uh, Matt Murdock. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, that guy's cool. But uh, what were you saying he, about him? Doesn't he have a voiceover in the Iron Fist thing? Oh, I didn't notice that actually. Maybe he does. Yeah, because I wonder if that's that one... connected the ninjas and stuff. Yeah, because there's that one scene in Daredevil season one where he's talking to Iron Fist. But it's like not the they. It's just like the back of Iron Fist. But it's like Scott Glenn's character is like looking at a guy, and every like the rumor was that that was Iron Fist that he's talking to. So I mean, they're probably connecting it that way. Yeah, that would make sense. They have all the ninjas and martial arts stuff. They showed some like monks in the in the Iron Fist trailer. Yeah, and kind of like lending to the idea of of this like young like American born white male character who learns this like magic martial arts and comes back to New York, comes to hell's kitchen, you know? Yeah. So it's, uh, there's a lot to still see unfold, I guess is what I'm saying. But yeah, I'm not really sure about any of them. I know that Luke Cage and Iron Fist had, have had comic series, uh, together. Yeah. Um, so it'll be cool to see how they, they start doing like the team ups of these characters, the crossovers and stuff and what, what they, uh, draw from, from the comic books. Um, yeah, I've never actually read that series, but, um, but still it's nice to know that in a lot of these comic book properties that they are using a lot of the comic material as their source. Yeah. I'll, I'll just Cause I watch that. TV. <laughs> I'll just say about, <laughs> uh, defenders. I'm excited to see, uh, how they'll do a television show with a uh, ensemble cast of superheroes. That seems interesting. Um, and, like, what's the story going to be? And I don't know, man. It's Who gonna the villain's cool. going to be? Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they do that. Like, because I'm assuming it's probably going to be about 12 episodes, but that's a lot of fucking characters to balance for a uh, television show. So. Yeah. But I also feel like the thing is also, my complaint is also like with Avengers and big, big cast films, it's like there's not enough time to get through everything. So maybe this will be like 
with defenders, they'll be like, oh, wait, this is the future of ensemble team outings. The TV helps for that because you can stretch longer um, with the amount of time you're given with the characters and stuff. So, I mean, that's always like, that's always really cool. I feel like, you know, comic books are an episodic medium um, as TV is. And it's just like, I feel like we're entering this golden age where people are realizing like, oh shit, like comic books don't necessarily like put graphic novels on the big screen, you know, close ended, open and close ended stories. Um, I mean, do whatever you want. I don't care, but, um, but it it really benefits these, these, these serial type characters when with the advent of having like a lot of these streaming TV services and the new approach to better TV in the last decade or so. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. I, agree. <laughs> I, I like, uh, I like all that stuff. I'm going to start watching agents yeah. of shield just to see how they incorporate ghost Rider and, Oh yeah, I'd like to, but it seems like a long haul. Yeah, dude, that I seems like a long way through. <laughs> I might just watch um, the season when Ghost Rider comes in, like that episode. I'll be like, all right, now yeah. I'm interested. Then maybe I'll go back and catch up or something. Yeah, else, yeah. We talked about this a little bit on the Superhouse podcast this last week, and our friend James was saying about how they want to like steer clear of the Johnny blaze version of ghost rider, the motorcycle and stuff like that and kind of reinvent it with yeah. the, um, what's the character's name? Uh, Robbie Reyes. He's like Robbie he Reyes. Muscle. Yeah. He has a muscle, yeah, he has car. A muscle car kind of ghost rider. Yeah. And that's cool. And you were saying that the, the, that that's a pretty good run. Um, yeah, uh, but it's, I mean, I like, Yeah. It's pretty cool, and I could see that for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I mean, I guess I haven't seen Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I'm kind of bummed that uh, the, that they're not taking another crack at the... Maybe not Johnny Blaze so much, but just the motorcycle and the flaming head and stuff. It's so iconic, and I wish they would have... Well, I don't know. I guess I don't really have too much to complain about. It's pretty interesting. I like motorcycles better, but I see where they're coming from. <laughs> yeah. I think Ghost Rider would be a really cool like uh, Netflix series. And if you did a young Johnny Blaze, like... All the events that happened to old Johnny yeah. Blaze just happen a lot younger. And he has to deal with all this like yeah. coming of age stuff, plus he's fucking Ghost Rider and dealing with all these demons from hell and like Blackheart yeah. and all these villains that would be older, like older yeah. people would play them. I just think that would be. It's such a cool character. Yeah, I think it'd be really. Because you could just have him be like an 18 to 20 year old, like stunt bike dude. I mean, kids do this shit all the time, man. You know? And. Uh-huh. Makes a pack with the devil, man. You know, Spirit of Vengeance, man. That's that's my shit. I love that movie so much. Yeah, definitely. It's so weird. Yes, it's not great, but Spirit of Vengeance is of good, right? Um, it is. They, and then that's the like they do a cool. That would be like you know like you, what you were saying in contrast to like a young Johnny Blaze. A Spirit of Vengeance would be like the old, worn out Johnny Blaze. Like this is how far he's gotten, and it's a cool movie because it's just fucking weird and gritty and crazy um but yeah i'd give i'd give anything to see like a johnny blaze young johnny blaze tv series where he's back on the motorcycle and stuff because it's just such a cool character but hopefully agents of shield opens opens that door with the robbie reyes and and uh, it'll probably shed more light on that character and hopefully eventually 
they'll remake do a remake of it that's worthy yeah feels worthy i mean the thing is like one of the either dc or marvel has to jump on like their weird characters soon and it's just going to depend on like who does it first at this point you know yeah yeah i mean dc i feel like has more of the weird strange because just like of the stuff they would like put on vertigo or whatever Mm -hmm. and um yeah it'd just be interesting because like with that animated justice league dark that just got is going to come out in the fall uh animated film uh seems like maybe dc is just seeing like what the audience is for that just like hey let's put out this animated feature see see if there's like a big draw for it see if people are really into it because man i would fucking love a swamp thing movie i think that'd be fucking yeah a new, a new take dude yeah a new take on swamp thing would be so cool with all the cool practical effects you could do now plus the enhancement of cg to make it like look even cooler yeah like swamp thing would be oh great. yeah I, th- I think like an animal really bring man, that to life I think an Animal Man television series would be fucking great. Uh, I really think they should bring back... They should really get Constantine back. Uh, I love Matt Ryan as Constantine. He's actually... Yeah, that was a good show. ...in the animated movie, which is great. Um, But I think the thing with Constantine is they missed the mark of putting it on the channel they did. I really... They should have... Yeah, definitely. They needed... Constantine needs to be like on an FX or AMC. Right, it was on like CBS or something, right? Yeah, it was on just like a ABC. Yeah, and it's just like it had. To Those are the it. most. Yeah, it had to play it too, uh, too safe. So they like they're like, yeah. want to like, you know, the random parents that might want to watch this that are slightly interested. We want them, but we also want comic book fans. They're like Satan. Yeah, it's like you got to choose one or the other. Like if they would have made that for comic fans, I think that show would still be around. This should have always been a uh, like a cable show or something like you're saying FX yeah. or something, even like TNT or something like that. It just like fell into the wrong hands, and they're like, "Oh shit! Wait, wait a minute! All of a sudden, you're talking about paganism?" Yeah, yeah I don't know, man. But <laughs> you know, yeah, that's what I want to see. Like, I think Marvel's maybe like they're both kind of testing the waters again with these weirder characters. Yeah, yeah. Like Ghost Rider, and then the. DC animated film and stuff. And, like, Suicide Squad, I also think, will be a big jump in that direction, too, because you do have more, like, weird witchcrafty stuff, what seems like is what's going to go on in the new Suicide yeah. Squad. Yeah. So, um, it'll be interesting to see, yeah. like, you know, especially with, like, Killer Croc and stuff, more of the monster stuff. Yeah. That's the shit I, I, think, I think. I think one thing that's becoming, like, a really huge draw for these kinds of movies and these kinds of shows is like the diversity of characters mm-hmm. now it like you know like people have so many to choose from now and i think that's what like suicide squad is showing a lot of is like they're br- trying to breathe life into all these various characters that are famous because of one guy or famous because of one character yeah. and they're starting to now like the doors open like deadpool really helped with that shit guardians of the galaxy did it seems like those doors are starting to open up and all these cool characters are pouring out and i think fans really love that because it speaks to the individuality of everybody um and and it's cool so i mean i think like an overall kind of uh, idea is that there's you know like we're we're kind of sacrificing the type of storytelling we used to have in movies and stuff like that um, for more characters. And, and that takes up a lot more time, I think. So a lot of times I think most people are happy when they just see things they recognize and that bring them like 
some kind of joy or nostalgia. Yeah. Doesn't even have to do with the story anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, well, like what you're as much. saying, I, I think we all have, like, our favorite, like, villains or characters that aren't, like, mainstream villains or characters that have either had, like, a really good arc in a comic or an, an animated show or something like that. Yeah. And I think that's what people want. Like, I mean, I'll watch any Batman movie you release. Like, I will be there. Right. But, you know, if you're releasing fucking Swamp Thing too, oh, shit, that's my shit, you know? Like, I want that. Like, I want these characters. Yeah, yeah, so, definitely. And I, th- I feel like people are, like, getting, you know, I think, like, um, you know, with, like, Justice League and some of these other movies coming out, I think people are like, yeah, cool, like, we'll get to see Aquaman. That's awesome, because whoever thought you'd yeah. see a fucking Aquaman movie or Aquaman in a movie, but then uh, after yeah. that, get his own movie. Um, yeah, definitely. So it's going to be interesting. That harkens back to... That harkens back to those entourage days. Yeah, right. I that <laughs> I really thought that that something would happen, like they would greenlight something to like be like, oh, yeah. Shit, if they based a whole fucking television series off, because <laughs> you're like, I could see that, and then you're like, I want to see that. Yeah. But um, Jason Momoa and the new jumping over to some of the Justice League stuff. We're talking about Aquaman now. Um, he was like such a standout character in that teaser. Yeah. And 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 to see him like like you were just saying like come to life now in a way that's like hey I want that is pretty cool. Other than there's like uh, our friend Andrew on Superhouse posted the meme that was like um, I don't know some Aquaman meme or something like just talk to fish do I you know or some stupid bullshit <laughs> when yeah. he's like has a shark slamming into a bunch of people or something I forget. But um, I guess that character's always been perceived as pretty hokey. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just great. I think it's awesome because, I mean, I guess if you look at the cast of characters that make up the Justice League, you have Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Flash, and Cyborg in this film. And they're all kind of based yeah. in this, like, reality that is the world. Like, yes, some of them are strong. Some of them are, like, you know, super fast or something. But it's all ba- – like, this is, like, someone from Atlantis. Atlantis exists at this point, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that shit's just cool. And he fucking talks to fish, you know, like – that's cool, man. That's like the yeah. character that I want. Like, that's like a superpower I would want. Yeah. Like, if I could swim underwater, breathe underwater, and fucking like communicate yeah. with sea life, that shit would be awesome. How many secrets would we know? So many. So many. yeah, there is a there there is a moment in one of the recent comics where somebody wrote, like says said, said that about him like talking to fish or whatever, and then yeah. nowadays they have like a, a more like scientific ex of him sending certain impulses to the fish or whatever yeah so it'll be cool in the movie to see how they approach that you know because already in the teaser ben affleck is like i hear you talk to fish or whatever yeah so it's kind of bringing that joke up which is cool because then we're gonna, like it just leads more it lends more mystery to um the aquaman character the arthur curry character uh yeah. he's so far he's such a badass in that trailer man yeah dude i I'm very excited to see what they'll do with Aquaman in this film. It's like we were talking about in Superhouse, like, because Superman is in, like, the the artwork. And I'm really hoping, yeah. that, like, Superman isn't, like, like, we're watching, we, like, we get the initial, like, team put together and then Superman comes back. I'm really hoping it's, like, an end of the film kind of thing or, like, towards the end yeah. this starts to happen. Because I feel like the team, just from watching that teaser or trailer, 
It's just, it's. I just want to see that Justice League. Like, I, just because I think Superman has been, has yeah. been the Superman that I like or want at this point. Because we have brooding Batman, you know. So I don't need another brooding. I I just need one, one per team, one brooder. That's it. That's all I want. I just need one. Yeah, right. I want one guy being really happy. I want one jokester. I want one badass woman. Maybe three badass women. Who knows? And one fucking like supernatural and sure throw on cyborg. I don't really care at this point, but uh, he's not one yeah. of my favorite right. members. I'd much rather have seen like yeah. My my prediction for the Justice League is um, it's gonna be there's Batman finds out that whatever villain the villain coming into this is gonna be the one that resurrects Superman. Mm-hmm. And he finds out a plot or something where Superman is going – they're going to use Superman as the ultimate weapon. And that's why he has to ban the Justice League together. And then in like the top of the second act, um, they're going to snap Superman out of it and he's going to start fighting with them. Yeah. That's my prediction. <laughs> that's right. my prediction. Right. You, you, you actually wrote this so that, Okay. Yeah. So they actually – Though actually, because I feel like Zack Snyder wants to make Superman a villain. I feel like people kind of need to see that right now. I feel like they need to see him. This is just speculation, but I feel like, you know, in the comics, they've been struggling with Superman for a little while. And I only know, like, I don't read as many issue by issue, but I read, like, the little highlights and stuff on certain sites I visit and get the gist. But um, Superman, they've really been struggling for a while to find the footing of that character and how it reflects in the modern world. And it seems like even in the comics, they've turned him into a bad guy recently a few times. And then, and then it just seems like Zack Snyder just has this weird, like uh, observational contempt for the character and just wants to see him in like super dark places. So that's the only reason why I make that prediction is because I feel like, I feel like we, in our subconscious, we want that character to be, you know, it's the same reason why they that Captain America in the comics was like uh, said Hail Hydra or whatever, and it turned out to be some bullshit. But they're starting to take these Boy Scout characters and twist them on their head because I don't think we, I don't think we see our heroes that way anymore. Yeah, that's prediction. And you say that about like Superman, but I feel like Captain America in the films anyway. Like I love yeah. the Boy Scoutness in it. He's so good. I think that's just because I believe Chris Evans and I want to believe in a Boy Scout again, you know, like even if yeah. it's not the the time or like where we are at in the world, it's like, it's, it's like, I feel like we might need Captain America right now, you know, like just yeah. what's going on with politically yeah. and stuff, but like, for which, Captain yeah. America to show up, I'd be like, oh fuck, the world's going to change. But like Superman in film, it hasn't gotten to that point. Like he just doesn't like, he's just not written that way. And I don't. I guess because Snyder is in charge of him and whatever his hatred is for such. I don't know, man. But yeah. yeah I, I feel like, definitely. I feel like they need like DC or whoever's writing Superman needs to take a big note from the, like the way Captain America. Yeah. Is, but like, if you think about it, but if you think about it in the, in the last couple of Captain America movies, the, it was like the government agencies that he worked for were, were, portraying him as the villain as the criminal you know yeah yeah i mean it's wholesome yeah you're breaking up a little bit 
that way. But it's interesting how even Marvel is finding a way to paint that Boy Scout character in kind of a a bad light. I feel like um, my speculation on that is that it's like that old 1950s all-American kind of uh, idea of goodness and wholesomeness has kind of gone out the window in the world we live in now. Uh, so yeah. it's it's i think i think for heroes like this it's kind of a really strange um even cyclops you know he's the boy scout character and he's a villain in the x-men friend in the x-men series right now so yeah. it's it's strange how these archetypes are starting to like you know the way that they reflect back on the society we live in and shit because everybody's favorite hero isn't the one who doesn't um kill necessarily i mean that's why Batman kills now and Batman versus Superman, you know, it's like, he's, he's, he's like, why isn't Batman the Punisher of the DC universe? You know? And then we got Punisher and he's relentless. Punisher don't give up two fucks. And I think that's who we want to be right now because the world seems so different. I mean, it is different than it used to be. So the heroes we look at are the fucking hard asses like Wolverine and Aquaman. And I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. I was, I was awesome. work. I was I was at work and um, uh, I was I was bringing up that like the Netflix and chill thing like it didn't dawn on me that it was just like another thing for just like hey we're just gonna fuck and I was like oh but yeah, I yeah, seriously yeah. just want to watch Netflix and chill like yeah I just, yeah I thought we were gonna watch Netflix Last Airbender and eat some ice cream <laughs> yeah like uh, or like Stranger Things let's do that you know like uh, and now your hand is on my penis. Yeah, I was like, whoa, hold up. We are watching TV right now. There is no need for this. Let me pause. Um, like, uh, but it was funny because <laughs> then we, like, I was just chatting with a coworker and uh, we were just talking. I was like, how's dating now for like 20 something, like early 20 somethings? And oh, yeah. And they were like, dating, what's that? And I was like, you know, like going out for dinner, movie, or, you know. Totally. She's like, she's like, oh, my boyfriend doesn't take take me out on dates. And I was like, I was like, that's strange. Like, cause I guess that's just how I grew up was like, Hey, if you're going to start dating someone, take them out. Yeah. The stuff. Right. Go out and have dinner. Go have these interactions. I know. Not just like, it's out definitely not like that. I mean, this probably makes us, this is probably the oldest we've ever sounded you and I, but yeah, right. it's true, man. It's like, I, uh, it's, it's more like it's so stop and go nowadays with like Tinder or whatever, or getting somebody's number or, you know, if you if you go to bars a lot, um, it ends up just being like it kind of be. It's like you know, get really drunk and then see what happens. If and you know, it's that whole idea of like I went out and I scored. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just like that, but it's all the time. It, it seems like I mean, I just kind of came up in the same way. And like, if you like somebody, ask them out and take them out and like impress them and shit like that. Yeah. But now, like you know, Netflix and chill is like let's just hang out in a place where you know we can have some privacy basically and not have to worry about the outside world it seems like dating is very more it's a lot more intimate i guess but it's also more out in the open depending on like what you want like people putting their marital status or their uh, whether or not they're single or dating somebody on their status and shit like that yeah i just like i was listening to these uh these was kids talk <laughs> and I was just like I don't even know like I don't even know what it's like I don't even know what to do anymore <laughs> I was just like uh I'm just uh just out out I don't know yeah yeah it's I mean, like, like, I... like 
I like dates and stuff, man. Like, I like to go out and do stuff. And like, yeah. You know, not be in a, my house all the time or that person's house. Like, that's still yeah. boring. It's like, let's go yeah. on adventures and shit. Let's travel. I definitely... Now, now, like, I definitely am more aware of the anxiety that I get before a date. You know, like, when being younger and stuff, you're like, let's hang out Saturday and go do something. And you're, like, making plans, right? And then it's just, like, the whole rest of the week. And I don't know if this is true for everybody, but it's just, like, this anxiety of, like, man, I almost just want to get it over. Like, I'm so freaking nervous to, like, hang out with somebody in, like, a potentially romantic way. Um, but now it seems like you got to be a lot more, not that you got to be, but that things take place more and in the moment, you know, it's just like, you know, nowadays, anybody got time to make plans for a few days out? It's just like, I'm free tonight. Let's go do something, you know? Yeah. And that's, it's kind of nice cause it's more spontaneous and adventurous, but at the same time, it is definitely harder to nail people down for like solid date plans, but yeah. Dang, maybe maybe things are changing, yeah. I mean, the younger ones, they don't date. Maybe they got it right, man. All they do is birth control and and Tinder and it's like <laughs> Well, it's like a brave new world. <laughs> I have another uh, coworker I work with and she's like pretty young and married already. They're both young. And like I would just be like they hadn't been they haven't been together that long and I was like, maybe that's the fucking that's it, man. Like, yeah, she was just like I kind of was done with all that. I just wanted to be married and just like make it work with said person that we got along. And I was right. like, I mean, and I was like kind of fighting it. And then she was telling me more about it. And I was like, but you could have all these experiences and blah blah blah, and like you know all this other, and like you wouldn't be tied down. And she's like, well, maybe we can just have yeah. these experiences together and stuff. And I was like, that's like I was just like, you know what? Who am I to say this isn't going to work because I'm following right. these like old traps of like you know like live together for years and see if you can like work it out and then you end up breaking up after a couple of years and it's like well fuck you know yeah yeah definitely it's weird healthy it is it's tough i've never i've never been a big like committed dater type of person um i don't think i've ever really understood it so much yeah but uh but yeah, but now the way that things are in a more contemporary dating world, especially with like younger, a younger generation, like we're in our thirties now and, you know, outside when you get out of the house is like 18 now. So, you know, I mean, when you're young, you know, you get out of the house and, um, start doing the dating thing, but it's interesting to see the landscape of what we would perceive as dating and the younger set being like, you know, basically like hang out or Netflix and chill or hooking up and you know it's like it just it's just indicative of how quickly things come and come into our lives and pass through uh, you know just like the internet uh, (laughs) memes and shit and stuff like that we're just we live in a really really rapid fire kind of age in terms of information yeah and i think yeah and i think dating has a lot there's a lot to do uh with that in terms of communication and like you know i think one thing it makes me think about more now as i get older and i'm like you know if i really like somebody i'm going to put a lot of effort into keeping their attention yeah um but if i don't it's just like eh, a little something here a little something there just 
just for fun, just to kind of like draw them out or like go out or socialize or whatever, have some affection or whatever it's going to be. But, but otherwise it's just like, I mean, it's a, you just, I don't know. It seems like there's not enough days in a week anymore. seems like there's, (laughs) you know what I mean? So thinking the idea of, of, taking on somebody else's emotional kind of like physical being and like coexisting. But I mean, I think you have more experience with long-term relationships than I do. I'm just like, Whoa, I need my space. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I guess I've always been someone who's looking for, I'm just like, all right, good. It's done. Settle down time. Done with all that dating shit. Over. Yeah. <laughs> Let's Done do with all that. And then it's just like. Yeah. Sometimes being single really sucks. <laughs> dude, yeah. It's, you know, I'm at a point where it's like one of those things that's like, especially like, I feel like it was easier to like get around and kind of do like, I guess what kids are doing now when we lived in Chicago. Because you could like yeah. literally hop on your bike, be somewhere, have a couple of drinks, be like, oh shit, I'm going home with this girl tonight. All right. Where's your, where's your place at? And then. Or you would both ride to her place or your place on a bike, and that would be like it, you know. But yeah. You could like oh yeah. The goal. Like, you could go out and have those drinks and be like, "Oh, I'm not worried about getting too drunk because either <laughs> my bike here." That was our golden age. <laughs> yeah, and it's like here now. It's like I don't like. I feel like the only way to meet women now is to go out and be that person. It's like, all right, I'm just gonna go get fucked up and see what happens, you know. Yeah, yeah, and, definitely. And it's like, I can't do that because I have to, like, if nothing happens, I have to fucking drive home, you know, because I can't leave my car here. I've got to work tomorrow. Or I have to Yeah, I've been in situations. Care about. Yeah, I've been in situations like that recently, like I'll date, uh, like a go out with like a younger girl. And she has, like, a real, like, laissez-faire kind of attitude about, like, staying up all night and talking into the late hours. And it was so romantic and this and all. She's all, you know, she's thinking that in her head. And in my head, I'm like, I got to get up and go to work tomorrow. Like, you can't stay here. (laughs) I don't want to stay up past midnight. Are you fucking kidding me? And they're still, like, you know what I mean? That, that, (sighs) do you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I get it. It's just. I mean, I think about that, st- like, before, it was, like, caution to the wind, fuck it, you know, I work at uh, this job, and that's right, yeah. I don't really need it if I get stuck yeah. something else. When I was 23, I would be like, yeah, sure, like, I don't give a shit, I can wake right up, but now I'm getting older, man, and dating younger girls, they want to stay up, they're, like, if you catch me at an after-hour spot uh, in Denver, I fucked up, <laughs> I really fucked up. Someone, <laughs> at that point... You should step on the side, go, Stefan, it's time to go home. Yeah, definitely. No, no. Oh, I used it a minute ago. Yeah. Just talking uh, to my roommate. Yeah, uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just, like, I overthink it. It's like, if I go out, I'm going to have to do all this shit. I'm going to get drunk, and then, like, but then I don't have to worry about getting home. And then it's just, like, at that point, I'm right. gonna, I could just go oh. home. You start usually go home and take start considering your responsibilities, and you start, you know, and but it, I mean, and that's like when I think of dating and think of that shit, you know what I mean? Like being up, you know, like when we were younger, like being up all night and feeling like you're young again and doing all that shit, (laughs) and then but now as I get as I'm older, it's 
it's definitely like once I have all my necessities out of the way, then it's like, it's like, uh, then I can get, then I can start like asking somebody on a date or something like that and be like, let's go do this thing. I think I like you romantically. And as a person, let's go do a thing together. And then you go through it and you do the whole thing together. Yeah. Uh, but then like, there's, you know, there's no guarantees. And I kind of like the younger spirit of just being like, I don't know. I don't really even know what that is. But I like it. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. And then if I, like, I was just, like, you were talking about dating younger people. And how they yeah. Are. And then it's like, if I try to date someone my age, I'm, like, anyone I talk to is like, oh, I'm doing this, or I'm, like, a doctor, or I fucking, like, work at this firm, or blah, blah, blah. And it's like, uh, I work at a fucking retail store. I make pretty decent money. And it's like, how do you, like, you know? It's like you can't yeah. win. It's like they're too young and they're too wild and want to do too much. And you're like, whoa, 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 you got to calm down. Or they're just making more money than you and you're not like <laughs> – then that kind of like frightens you away as well because you're like, well, all right, you're all professional <laughs> shit. You probably don't know how to have fun, but the young girls want to have too much fun. <laughs> there's no in-between, Stefan. You uh, can't win. Yeah, there's no in-between. I'm like, I'm an artist. Yeah, <laughs> like, right? yeah, well, I, they're like, yeah, well, I still don't want to go out with you. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and then we're at home painting in blood. Stefan, <laughs> how's your night going? I cut off my ear. Oh. I cut off my ear because some girl didn't go out with me. <laughs> but I'm a passionate person. <laughs> Um, but I guess it's fun. Like it sucks being single most of the time when you like when it sucks being single when you don't want to be single When you want to be single. It's fucking great. But that's usually after a breakup and you're usually out like revenge fucking people, (laughs) you know, in spite of your former significant other and that, and then that is a whole other story. (laughs) Yeah. But anytime I'm dating someone, that's when I meet girls. Like, yeah. I guarantee you, if I date, for, dating someone tomorrow, I would learn into so many fucking girls. They would be like, oh, hey, just so yeah. you know, I think you got a key. I'd be like, where were you, like, a month ago? Like, what, what, where was that? Yeah. Another thing I know for sure is that you can't force anything. No matter how many people you ask out on dates, go on dates with, or even hook up with, like, you cannot force a relationship to happen, I think, you know, down to anybody's listening who may be in a in a in a questionable state of love? <laughs> um, I think the one thing that it rings true about the whole thing is that the good relationships just manifest themselves. <laughs> yeah. The uh, anything else is either fun or torture, like masochistically to oneself. <laughs> but hopefully, it's just fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and that's from that's that's the dating yeah that's our dating column zigzag zigala <laughs> um that was a reference to the rizza if anybody didn't know <laughs> anyway um so yeah we there's a bunch of cool ass movies coming out it looks like yeah. dc and marvel like um there's a lot of interesting things going on in the landscape of dating that we've merely scratched the surface of um at this point i think i'd like to maybe have a little fun do something different uh on top of the fact that this is going to be the last camera noise episode 
um, in of itself. Yes. Maddie and I have decided to alter the format and reintroduce ourselves in our current natural state of being. Yes. Camera noise was a fun journey into the past, but now we're off to better things. <laughs> we're older, wiser, stronger. <laughs> older, wiser, stronger. Hell yeah. And uh, I half want to tell you the name of the title, but I ain't gonna. I think it'll be just better if we just drop it on you. Um, but um, do expect to be hearing our voices again and be excited about that shit. No. Uh, anything you want to add, Maddie? I'm excited to see what the new form this is going to take, and you know. Uh, yeah. It's well, nice okay. To, so what are? It's nice to here's. Can do, okay. All right. I'm ready for you. Give. Me, oh, sorry. Uh, here's here's a good here's a good game we could play, just in celebration of camera noise. Um, <laughs> what are what are some of your best camera noise episodes? <laughs> Dude, what would you say to camera noise if you were at his funeral? Um, we had some good times. Uh. <laughs> I was going to say before uh, this uh, that it was, uh, I thought it was very necessary for us to bring camera noise back uh, after we started doing Superhouse. I thought it was a good way for yeah. Stefan to reconnect just me and him since we do live far It apart. was great. It's like 15 hours or something from each other. Um, so to kind of We ran an eight. Get, <laughs> yeah, and kind of get back to that like Chicago thing that we were doing when we originally started camera noise was very fun. But like you yeah. said, like we both said, we are older and wiser. Uh, I don't know, necessarily know if the what we'll be talking about would will be wise things or what's going to happen. But <laughs> I definitely, am more into the open and just letting conversations go yeah. and not trying to be. Yeah. We have to talk about these things. We got to c- cover these. Yeah, definitely. Because I feel like we do a lot of that in Superhouse. Um, yeah. So and I have some really great stories from Chicago we want to share. Um, so, you know, uh, just kind of like to, uh, feel like uh, camera noise was a thing of the past, and now it's time to move on to something, something a little different. See where that takes us, and you, who knows? Camera noise might be back <laughs> if we hate the other thing. So you never know. But uh, for right now, I think it's uh, preach on. So, camera noise, you were a pal, and you got us a long way. Yeah. Um, this was uh, our eight. Uh, episode uh, mini series event, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, new, new and brighter things to come from the ashes of camera noise, uh, and uh, yeah, I like the more like organic approach to things. I think we've had a lot more fun in the last few episodes, just kind of shooting the shit and um, and uh, you know, the dating conversation was really great. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, we've recorded stuff yeah. that, for whatever reason, got lost uh, for camera noise, but it didn't really feel like camera noise, so it was probably good that it did get lost, so we can yeah. start this new yeah. chapter and, like, rehash some of the stuff and really yeah. think some of that stuff out before. You know, I don't know. I, I feel like it's a good change. I'm not resistant to the the end of camera noise at all. I think uh, I think we already did yeah. kind of this thing with Superhouse, you know, um, and I think if we yeah. do something else like camera noise, I think that'll be something else maybe with another person another you know who knows but uh yeah and maddie and stefan have a much more complex rapport and we want to represent that for the listening audience 
come walk, come come down the come down the rabbit hole and <laughs> yeah. um, all that all that and more more da- more dating uh, sections as well. Yeah. Um, I like I like I like getting down to the nitty gritty of this life experience and 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 also plenty of geek shit still. I mean, we're not gonna not talk about uh, video games and superheroes. That'd be crazy. But I mean, honestly, if we start talking about dating, at some point the conversation <laughs> will lead into something nerdy, which will get us off track talking about things <laughs> yeah. passionate about. It's going to be yeah. shit, because that's who we are, and you can't take that out of us. <laughs> so stay tuned, because there's, there's plenty of cool shit to come, yeah. motherfuckers. Um, I'm Stefan from Denver, or signing out. Rest in peace, camera noise. It's an army funeral thing. Good night! Network.